big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. So here we go. You better buckle up, Buttercup. And a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. Just like a backdoor cover, we're coming to you live from the corner of 6th and Market in beautiful downtown Canton. Kenny Rhoda in the house, and it's 50 degrees outside. What up, kid? 50 degrees. It felt warmer than 50 degrees, man. I was out there without a jacket on today. Just had the three-quarter zip long sleeve and uh, uh, loved it. Sun was shining, and now it's going to get back into the 40s and then 30s over the weekend. So enjoy today while you have it. That's right. We've got about another week and a half. The days will get longer. Springtime, baby. I'm ready for it. There you go. That uh, daylight savings. Is it daylight savings? Oh, don't start. I don't. Time I or get daylight confused. saving I, I, time? Just spring forward. Spring forward. Okay, that's all you, that's need, all to you need to know. Spring forward. Forward, gosh darn it. I kind of thought we, we had to vote on this thing and they were going to change it, but you know, no. What happened with uh, the Senator Schuring and that? I Come thought on. this thing was a, a done deal, man. Politics. My goodness gracious. It's like he, he figures, hey, I got you gambling. Oh. We don't have to worry about daylight savings. Yeah, I know what time. it is. Well, let's just blame it on COVID. <laughs> okay, throw we it out there. We can't skip the time change because of COVID. Yes. So it's fantastic, hey. yes. Uh, the hey. Arnold Classic is happening in Columbus. That is going on, yes. isn't it? No, screw you, COVID. Hey. We're back. I wouldn't go to that thing when there wasn't COVID. I sure as hell ain't going now. Too many people. Terminator. Oh, that's what that music is. Look at these Look legs. At oh. <laughs> Look at this. Unbelievable. I mean, this guy's make me all of a sudden look like puny. And then, oh, look at the bicep. Uh-oh. This guy can lift over a thousand pounds. Thousand. Yeah, I do feel puny right now. How many okay. pounds? Not a thousand. It's a thousand. thousand. Let, let me hear a little AC doing some Terminator. <laughs> let me tell you, I'm back. A <laughs> thousand pounds? I got a thousand pounds. <laughs> In the queue. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, we're in Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. We're back. <laughs> deep at the Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> Backstreets back again. <laughs> AC. Ooh, oh, look my. at that. Yeah, speaking of uh, AC and the Cavaliers last <sighs> night, what what'd you make of their loss by four? As mm-hmm. you mentioned, the backdoor cover. It sounded like you maybe had some money on them last night. No. Uh, no, nope. you nope. didn't? Okay. Mm-hmm. But they did do, use a backdoor cover right. to get the uh, uh, the people their money, even though they lost the game. Frustrating as hell to watch. Yeah. Bottom line is Boston shoots 50% from three. We shoot 31%. Pretty much ball game. But to make matters worse, we shot like 62% from the foul line to their 80-something. And that's where you lose the ball game at, right? We are not a good shooting nope. team. We can make layups. We can make dunks. Uh, you know, little mm-hmm. shots around the basket. But free throws, jumpers, and three-pointers, <clears throat> that is not... The strength of the Cleveland Cavaliers. That is true. Let me ask you this. What? J.B. Bickerstaff's offense seems at times, I'm not going to say it's the stanky leg offense we saw when LeBron was there, but it's pretty darn close. There's no movement. Do you see that when you watch a game? Absolutely. Too much individual one-on-one stanky leg BS 
that needs to change if they're going to do any damage in the postseason. I don't get it. Uh, I, you know what, though? In fairness to them, a lot of teams in the last four minutes go to that isolation, uh, two-man game, pick and roll, uh, pick and pop, and it drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. If all game long you've been rotating the ball from side to side, inside out, why would you go away from that if you were having success doing that just mm-hmm. because it's the last four minutes of the game? I don't get it. I don't understand his rotations at times. If a guy gets hot, you're going to leave him in. Nobody in the bench ever gets hot, so you don't know who you're going to put in in certain situations. And you didn't have any answers for Jason Tatum last night. Nobody could guard him. Yeah. Well, they didn't have an answer for Donovan Mitchell. Right? I mean, Donovan Mitchell outscored him. He scored 44 yeah. um, in 43 took, minutes. How many shots did he take, oh, 31. Though? That's not bad. I mean, if you're if you're 10 points over the amount of shots you take, that's usually pretty good. Mm. Okay? Um, so that that's not – but the problem with – the bench sucks. Terrible. Our bench right now may be the worst bench in all of the NBA. There's no confidence there. Mm. You see a guy get a, uh, the ball passed to him, they don't know what to do you don't have time to think in the NBA because these guys are so athletic. The minute you stutter or, or, or take a second before you shoot it, you're going to get it blocked. You've got to make up your mind. You've got to hoist it up there, and you've got to shoot yourself out of slumps. They don't do it. Karis LeVert was decent yesterday. Not good, but he was decent. Ten points, six rebounds, three assists off the bench. That's not bad. Five of 11 mm-hmm. shooting. The rest of the bench bunch, Rubio, Osman, and Wade were awful. Uh, combined one mm. for three for four points between those three guys. Well, the problem well, is you're only get you got good minutes out of Levert. You're not getting good minutes out of anyone else. So the plus minus is going to be skewed in Boston's favor. And you've got to get Donovan Mitchell in there for how many minutes did he play yesterday? 40, 43? Yeah. Now, having said all of that, the Cavs bench outscored Boston's bench 14 to 12. So, you know, it's not like Boston's bench was outstanding. Uh, It's just that third quarter did in the Cavaliers. They were down three at the break, come out, let Boston run off the first seven points. Next thing you know, you're down double digits. They outscore you by 15. Again, they have a defensive lapse in one quarter almost every game. Right. 41 points they gave up in that third quarter. Yeah, don't be fooled by the backdoor cover here because of the fact that they did play so lousy in the third quarter. Until this team can play four quarters of basketball, you can tell the difference between a veteran-led team like the Boston Celtics and the Cleveland Cavaliers. And a mad rush to the finish at the end of the game just to come up short. And you knew, even though it's a four-point difference, they weren't in it at the end. No, they weren't. And they got some garbage buckets. It's a lot easier to take a three-point shot down Mm -hmm. 13 points because you're not concerned about missing it. Right. And thus, there's no pressure, and we see it a lot where guys start making those because they're not concerned about missing. It's handling the pressure Mm -hmm. in those late-game situations, and Darius Garland does not do a good job of that. Right, and they have to—I'm tired of waiting for—we need something to fire us up. Play four quarters of basketball. Just do it. You look, it's interesting. Yeah, you look at Garland's numbers, you go, what are you bitching about, Rhoda? Mm-hmm. 29 points, mm-hmm. nine assists. Well, I'm willing to guess that eight of those 20 came in garbage time, meaning oh, it absolutely. was you know a desperation time. And, uh, oh, yeah, four turnovers. Now, he was a plus one overall and had 29 points, but still mm-hmm. the turnovers and the time – of the shot. Like, uh, I think he made his last three shots to make, give him 12 for 21. So mm-hmm. prior to that, he was 9 for 18. So right. just on the money at, at 50%. So, and he missed three free throws. This is an 85% yeah. career free throw shooter. <sighs> and uh, he missed three free throws. 
as a team, you pointed it out, they shot 62%. They missed eight free throws as a team. Mm-hmm. Evan Mobley is not a good free throw shooter. Uh, 0 for 2, 6 of 15 from the field, 12 points, 11 rebounds. But the guy who really stunk yesterday, Jared Allen, Absolutely. had an awful game yesterday. He got pushed around. Yeah, and you've been talking about the physicality of this team or lack thereof yep. for the entire season, and it showed again. We thought maybe they answered the bell a little bit against Toronto, only to come up and lay a, an egg yesterday. And they've got Boston coming up again after Detroit this weekend. But I look at this game and say, okay, it looks kind of close when you yeah. look at the final score. I'm not here. Go but ahead. when you consider how lousy they played in the third quarter, those statistics are skewed because they were out-rebounded like 17-4 to or something like that in the third quarter. Right. But when you look at the total, it's a lot closer. It doesn't really count because it was already a moot point. The game was pretty much in hand at that time. Yeah. A moot point. I just watched an episode of Friends the other day. Yeah. And Joey... Uh, on Friends, uh, he he thought you, the saying was a moo point. Oh, yeah. The cows go moo. It's a moo point. I just the squirrel moment. Sorry, yeah, I just happened to see it. And you mm. you you haven't used that term in a long no, time. No, I don't uh, usually go to the well too often. But now I'll use it quite often. Now again, I'll start using it like moo. Uh, moot. It's a moo point. Moo. Moo. It's what your mother said, Trebek. <laughs> <laughs> 117-113, the final Boston wins yesterday. That's bad news. Yeah. More bad news. What? The New York Knicks destroyed Ooh. the Brooklyn Nets last night, thus drawing to win th- within one and a half yeah. games for fourth place with the Cavaliers. Understandable. The thing, the mm. problem with the, the Knicks is they beat Boston the night before the Cavaliers right. had to play them, so you knew you were going into a buzzsaw. Yep, a- absolutely. And I, I told you yesterday, if you wanted to make some money, no way Cavaliers were going to beat Boston three times in a row. Glad you said that. I told you to take the money line. Yeah. Not I didn't say anything about the spread, but uh, I'll get to money that Money line later. wasn't bad. Your odds were still pretty decent yeah. because the Cavaliers were only getting five and a half points. If you really wanted to consider a money line in a game that really had me going, and I almost placed a wager on my way home last night, thank goodness we didn't get off till about 7 o'clock because the game yeah. tipped off at 7 o'clock, was Ohio State hosting Maryland. You look at it and say, okay, Ohio State played like crap the last, what, month and a half. Right. And yet they're only getting a point and a half against Maryland at home. But when I looked at the statistics before I left the studio last night, everything was even. Scoring on both teams. I mean, they both averaged about, I forget exactly what it was, but it wasn't too big of a difference. And they were both ranked not in the top portion of the Big Ten. We'll just put it that way. All right. Turnovers were even. Foul percentage, foul foul shooting percentage. Everything was pretty even. And I looked at it and I thought, wait, this team's ranked 21 in the country. We're not ranked. We're terrible. Right. We're number 13 in the Big Ten. They come away with a 73-62 to 62 beat down of Maryland. Yeah, they did. And uh, the one thing I looked at, because I did a 10-team parlay, in, including uh, Ohio State in that 10-team parlay, right? And I took the yeah. Buckeyes. The one thing I went back and looked at is... How are you doing lately? And if you're a road team, how do you do on the road? And in college basketball, teams have more mm-hmm. trouble playing. Cavaliers are bad on the road right. in the NBA. In college, mm-hmm. Maryland had lost, I think it was eight of their last nine road games or something like right. that. So I looked at that. I told you yesterday on the show, why are the Buckeyes mm-hmm. only uh, getting a point here? Why is it that close? So I factored that in. So I took them as one of my 10 teams in yeah. college basketball. Yeah, I had, of course, in a parlay with a, uh, an app, you have to get 10 for 10. 
Sure. Eight out of ten doesn't do you any right. good. Nine out of ten doesn't do you any good. So the Buckeyes, hey, they were the underdog. Uh, no problem. I got that mm-hmm. on the line. The teams that killed me yesterday, I ended up getting eight out of ten on my um, parlay, right? They don't win anything because Kentucky loses at home to Vanderbilt, who hadn't beaten mm-hmm. them in 15 years in wow. Lexington. Wow. And Davidson loses at home to George Washington. So I bet five to win 165. Right. And I get eight out of ten, so I get nothing. You'll get nothing in like it. Which means March Madness right around the corner. It I is. think the girls started today. There or, or conference tournaments conference, at least started, yeah, yeah. and it's going to be here before you know it. Now, one thing you said about these road teams that doesn't really click because I have to look at how each team plays and how they perform, and you can find the statistics ahead of time. Penn State was lousy on the road too, but yet they came into Columbus and beat down the Buckeyes. But like you said, Buckeyes now hot off of this is their second win in a row. Right? Maybe they're getting on a roll. Too little, too late, obviously. I don't know what's different. I didn't watch the game last night. In fact, I, I don't think it was televised because it would have been recorded on my DVR and I couldn't find it. Yeah, nobody wanted to watch that game. Right? I want to watch it. I want to see. I, I I had no interest in it. I want to see the difference because I want to load up because they've got one regular season game left. Michigan and I believe State? it's against Michigan okay. State. All right, yeah. Now, Michigan State blew them out last time. But, and they're not even that good, Michigan State, right? this year. So, but they've got Tom Izzo. Which, you know, There's an intangible right yeah. there versus Chris Holtman. But now, what could be the difference? I can't tell you because I haven't seen the last two games. Is he coaching differently? I told you that offense, you think the Cavaliers' offense is bad? Yeah. Watch the Buckeyes. Yeah, it's... It, it, oh. But they played great against Illinois. They're moving the ball in and out. Rotation, rotation. They're passing the ball. Crisp passes. You know when you see a good offense is when the Cavaliers are over last night and they switch to the West Coast teams. Yeah. They zip the ball around, man. We never have anybody open. seemed as though we had to work harder for every bucket last night. And like you said, if it weren't for Donovan Mitchell and his drives to the hole, you wouldn't have scored at all. You would have got blown out. Here's the here's the thing. Um, certain philosophies, offenses, um, are more conducive to Western Conference versus Eastern Conference. Get it? That, that it's just, I get it. It just seems I to be it. that way. But you've got Donovan Mitchell now, so shouldn't you have a little bit of both? Because he came from the West? Don't you think he implements a little bit of that? If J.B. Bickerstaff isn't great at X's and O's, shouldn't Donovan Mitchell be able to be able to overcome that and tell the guys on the floor, this is what we're going to run, this is what we're going to do? Yeah. I, I, they've got to figure something out for the playoffs because this isn't going to work. You know Whoever they play, whether they're home or not, they could they end up getting beat in the first round. You know what it is? Mm, they need to grow up. They're young. Point period, they're young. They're not there yet. They're not ready to compete yet. Yeah, that's fair, right? You've got Donovan Mitchell, who has playoff experience. You've got um, Jared Allen, who has miniature uh, minutes of playoff experience, right? And that's it. you got play-in yeah. experience from last year, but that's still not the same as playoff uh-huh. experience. So, yeah, that, but at what point, JT, are we going to stop talking about the inexperience, I guess, right. when they get there and lose in seven or something, then next year there will be no excuses because they have playoff experience. Some of us look at the play in last year as a miniature playoff scenario. I do. That should have been a taste of what the postseason was going to be like anyway. To an extent. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, I need to see what they do this year. 
My whole thing with the Cavaliers is this. Before the season started, I said, here's what I want from them. I need them to at least make the playoffs. Whether they win a playoff mm-hmm. series or not, I remember saying Fine. this, uh, that, that would be great if they did and they get to the second round. But I need them to forget the play-in, mm-hmm. at least get to the playoffs and play a seven-game series. So that's before the season starts, and I was okay with that. Well, now they've got the sixth best record in the entire NBA. Now I'm not satisfied with just get to the playoffs. I want them to win a playoff series because they're the four seed and have been holding on to the four seed for quite some Mm -hmm. time, but it's starting to slip away where they won't have home court advantage in that first round if they don't keep the four seed. So now I'm starting to be concerned about Mm -hmm. them having lost four of their last five games and all four of those yeah. games to playoff caliber teams. Yeah, I think they're one in three since the All-Star break. Their record against 500 teams is not that great. But you're not going to win too many games or series when your center goes 5.7 rebounds. you got to give me a double-double. you got to give me at least double-digit rebounds. You How is Jared Allen only going to give you seven rebounds? 39 minutes. Where was he? Where was he playing? Couldn't have been in the paint too much. Yeah, he he just, it, for whatever reason, whether it was the physicality, uh, whether it's Boston style of play, yeah. I didn't go back and look to see how he did in the first two games earlier this year. But I do remember this. The first two games, Robert Williams was out. Their starting center did mm. not play in those first two games. So that he, Robert Williams is a tough-nosed, defensive-first, garbage-man center. Garbage? Quit talking about Al Horford. If that dude shoots another three and nobody guards him, I'm going to lose my mind. Uh, I just, it's amazing what Boston has been, they do, they they put the right players around their superstars, right? Horford's a wily old vet. Uh, wily old vet? How about that? He is. He's a wily old vet. Marcus Smart's the defensive player of the year from last year at points. So he's covering either DG or Donovan Mitchell, right? Yeah. And then you've got you know the big guy in the middle who pushed Mobley <laughs> around. So they've done a nice job of surrounding their superstars with the right pieces. Who parts. is the dude wearing the Batman mask? Uh, Brown. That, see, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. That was Jalen Brown. Nice mask. Hey, I thought it was go, cool. What's that dude wearing? Hey, well, he had an eye socket that was broke or an orbital bone. That's the same thing Kyrie wore when he had to wear Not the mask. like that mask. That yeah. mask was sweet. That was designer, baby. No, Kyrie had that at first, and then they made him uh, trade it in for a clear mask. I like you the clear mask. To, uh, not, I see, I like the black uh, Batman mask. I like that like, better. Just the only thing missing were the ears. I'm Batman. That's all he missed. That's all he had to say. If they would have interviewed him after the Look game at with that, that mask. On, that thing's awesome. That's intimidating. That is Batman. I'm Batman. It's intimidating. Michael get Keaton. Out of, get out of my way. I'm Batman. <laughs> you see when Michael Keaton gave the uh, 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 speech at a graduate college graduation? It was in Pittsburgh, wasn't it? He, he gave this speech, Someone? and then he said, and I want to leave you with two words, and remember these last two words. <laughs> I'm Batman. Nice. And he walked off stage. Mic drop. I do it. And he walked off stage. It's fantastic. I do it, too. Fan-freaking-tastic. By the way, He's even the though best one anyway, he is by far. Uh, I lost my ten team parlay. Yeah, I got eight out of ten. I did win my three team NBA parlay yesterday. Okay, I had money lines on Boston over the Cavs. Easy, Bulls over the Pistons barely by and, two. Uh, yeah, I know. It's like one seventeen, one fifteen, and we get the Pistons next. Oh yeah. boy, I was sweating bullets on that one. And the Grizzlies uh, crushed the Rockets. So 
I bet five to win 164 in my 10 team parlay, lost five. Bet five to win 1237 on my money line NBA parlay. So let's see. Five washes. Five. So I made out uh, by 12 bucks yesterday. John Morant triple double last night? Did he? I don't I know. I think. I thought I heard that. I saw him positive. have one sweet dipsy do uh, up and under move and kissed it off the window. Mm-hmm. That team's going to be a handful in the Western Conference. I'm not buying them. They are made for postseason style basketball. Hmm. With Jaron Jackson, long well, lengthy center, right? Now that the uh, Lakers are pretty much out of it. Yeah. Not that they were going to compete anyway. They were going to, uh, the Lakers are going to be the spoiler this year. They're trying to get into the play in and then, you know, maybe they ruined somebody's first round or something. Not that they would have challenged Memphis. Memphis is still the second best team in the West, right? Yes. The Denver's won, Memphis too. Yeah. Okay. So I, mean, I, I still like Denver coming out of the West Boy. right now. Having said that, yes. did you watch or see any highlights of one Kevin Durant making his debut for the Phoenix Suns? I heard the statistics. I did not see any of it. That is going to be a team to really, really keep an eye on now because they've got not a big three. They've got a big four now with Kevin Durant, yep. Devin Booker, mm-hmm. Chris Paul, and DeAndre Ayton. Ayton. Those four. You got the center, the point guard, nice. and then you got two wings. That So they're the favorites, according to Vegas, out okay. west right now with Kevin Durant well, coming back yesterday and getting what the last 15 games he'll get to play with them before the playoffs start I can understand why if experience means anything right. they won't go far well because have, they haven't played together yet and if yeah. it takes that long to learn each other's game uh, as we've seen the Cavaliers still not be comfortable but again we're going to go back to the youth card that team hasn't played together long enough to really be that good in my opinion you've got to be around a little bit longer together in a conference to win it Okay. All right. That's why Golden State is always so good. Don't plug anybody in at the at the trade deadline and go on to win anything. Here's what I will say. Kevin Durant is um a special player. And if he's healthy, okay? And you can't double him on that team because if you do, you leave uh, Booker wide open or uh, you double you throw it down low and it's one on one for eight. He could be a major, major problem on that team for opposing. He's a tough uh, matchup anyway. What, nine feet tall? Seven-footer yeah. who plays like a, a 6'2 guard. And he's got the handles and, and the ability to mm-hmm. shoot. And he defends. People don't give him enough credit yeah. for his defensive ability. He's long and lanky. Uh, he has a, a good knack for timing on blocking shots. Uh, the only one that concerns me of that group really is Chris Paul. Chris Paul and James Harden. Great stats, mm-hmm. right? Uh, outstanding careers, but they, when it came, push comes to shove, the stretch time they tend to choke, and so that that's the one area that if I'm, you know, a Phoenix fan, I need to see Chris Paul step his game up uh, and be uh, more of a superstar for the Suns than he is for State Farm. Okay. Because you know the State Farm thing, they make you know uh, it, it's funny, it's it's like and all, but. Hey, Patrick, State Farm ain't going to keep you much longer, Chris Paul. Patrick Mahomes won two Super Bowls. You've got zero NBA championships. So what you're telling me is that's a better move for the Phoenix Suns than Kyrie going oh, to Dallas. Yes. Yeah, The records are almost similar. But I think Dallas is going in the other direction. But here's the thing. This is KD's first game that he played with them. Kyrie's yeah, what, what played five games, and they've lost four. Was he hurt? Uh, when? Let me rephrase that. I believe Kyrie and Luka Doncic have each played five games together, and they're one and four huh. in the five games okay. they've played together. So that's that's something that, uh, you know, is not a uh, is not a 
a good pairing, it looks like, right now. That That's, you know, to me, the, the best deal was the Phoenix. If they're just worried about winning a championship this year, and it sounds like Phoenix is, then, you know what, this is a fantastic deal to get Kevin Durant. Well, they know Kevin Durant will probably stick around a little bit longer than Kyrie. Kyrie's bolting after this season. He's going right back to L.A. to team up with LeBron next it's year. It's very possible. It would not surprise me at all. Prediction. It, it, it uh, would not <laughs> shock me at all. Let me bet money on it, and he'll go back east. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the, <laughs> uh, the, the opposite is what it is. Hey, when we come back, we're going to talk more Cavs. Uh, the TV voice of the Cavaliers, John Michael, going to join us uh, to preview uh, the upcoming games for the Cavaliers in the stretch run. Stay with us. It's Kenny and JT on WHBC.